So how are you feeling going into 2022 and simplifying things? And let's talk about that a little. Sure. The thing about last year was that I knew what the whole point of it was to simplify, simplify, and I couldn't get myself to go there. I just kept creating these very complex <laughs> ideas for I'm going to roll this out and then I'm going to roll this out and it's going to introduce this and then I'm going to do that. And the hard, I mean, and so I was impressing myself the whole time, you know, like, oh, look what you can do. Aren't you so smart? But then when it came to actually rolling it out, I didn't roll it out the way I thought I would. And so I didn't get the results that I wanted. And finally, after months and months and months <laughs> of working with you, I finally understand that simple is better and it doesn't have to be boring. Today we're chatting with a former client of mine and the Surfing Your Edge coach, Christine Goad. Since 2005, Christine Goad has been helping people get their dreams out of their heads and into the world. As the Surfing Your Edge coach, she is passionate about helping her clients find the more they're looking for from life. More joy, peace, fun, love, time, income, impact, ease, creativity so they can finally live the bigger, bolder, and more badass lives they know they were born for. Christine is the founder of the Surfing Your Edge Experience, where she helps her clients connect with themselves on a deeper level than they have in years, envision exciting new opportunities for their lives, figure out what they really, really want, and then go get it, so they can bring their full selves to the party and make the meaningful contribution to the world they long for. She's at her best when she's in over her head and having a, to figure out what comes next, which is why she's usually in the middle of doing something she doesn't yet know how to do. She calls that surfing her edge, and she loves helping other people surf whatever edge they choose. She's the author of Your Mileage May Vary, a memoir of her participation in the largest cross-country bicycle event in U.S. history, and the co-author of the book Creative po Create Positive Change Now. She hosts Surfing Your Edge Live, a weekly Facebook live show that enables her to interview fascinating people about challenges they faced and edges they've surfed in their own lives. Well, I am excited to have you on my podcast. I am so excited. And I love this whole idea of the surfing your edge. So why don't you tell everybody just a little bit of your background and what this surfing your edge is all about? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, surfing your edge, to me, it seems like something that makes perfect sense, but sometimes I have to explain it. So let me start at the beginning and explain it. Basically, surfing, the, surfing your edge for me means being out on the edge of your comfort zone and staying out there long enough to get some new results that are what you're looking for. I think a lot of times we try to stay inside our comfort zone and as long as you stay there, nothing is gonna change. So I help you get outside of that and I do it in fun ways. I help you do it in a fun way so that you get where you wanna go <laughs> and it's not completely overwhelming. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. I always joke about if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. So I get that in the whole stepping outside your comfort zone, um, I think is it's, it goes so well with business in and of itself, because there are a lot of people out there that are wanting to start businesses or um, wanting to do new things. And it's that comfort zone that holds them back and the fear behind all of that. Absolutely. If the people around you aren't starting businesses, if they don't, if your family doesn't understand what it is you want to do and why you want to do it. If you don't, you know, if you don't have people close by that are already doing the things that you want to do, it's hard to see yourself doing it and then to imagine that you can be successful. And one of my clients for the first six months really didn't tell anyone she was working with me because she was just afraid that no one would understand what she was going for. I I so get that because sometimes I think it's just hard for us to even explain to people who aren't entrepreneurs what you do because so many we're so conditioned to what the corporate America or what certain jobs are that as an entrepreneur, it's hard to explain. Right. And as an entrepreneur, what you do and who you help is always evolving in your own head. So every time you tell somebody what you do, it might be slightly different than the last time. Right. And so it's hard for everyone else to keep up. (laughs) I get that. I get that. And, and it does pivot because as we bring in new experiences into our lives and whatever it, it does pivot a little with helping people. I know you and I worked together um, last year on, and I'm all about this whole simplifying everything. So how are you feeling going into 2022 and simplifying things? And let's talk about that a little. Sure. The thing about last year was that I knew what the whole point of it was to simplify, simplify, and I couldn't get myself to go there. I just kept creating these very complex (laughs) ideas for I'm going to roll this out and then I'm going to roll this out and it's going to introduce this and then I'm going to do that. And the hard, I mean, and so I was impressing myself the whole time, you know, like, oh, look what you can do. Aren't you so smart? But then when it came to actually rolling it out, I didn't roll it out the way I thought I would. And so I didn't get the results that I wanted. And finally, after months and months and months of working with you, I finally understand that simple is better and it doesn't have to be boring. So that's been my my fear simple is boring but it doesn't have to be as long as the simple thing you're choosing is something that you love and lets you grow so this year for 2022 my business plan is be me everywhere and basically that just means that i'm going to show up as my crazy self on my own platforms and on other people's platforms and in books and, um, you know, summits and any way that I can and just be me and hope that that is enough to attract the right people to me. Yes. And, and so there's enough variety in there that I can try new things. I can, you know, talk to new people. I can, uh, I can go deep into areas that I want to go deep in, but all I have to think about is does this, you know, does this use my plan of 
me being me everywhere, or is it something else? You know, (laughs) do I want to go, like I sat through, I can't believe I did this. I sat through a two hour presentation on crypto and it's like, well, yeah, I'd love to do crypto, but does that have anything to do (laughs) (laughs) with me being me? With the business I'm trying to build right now. So anyway, that is my plan. It's just to be me everywhere. And I'm actually swearing off. I shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm swearing off coaches for six months. So Mm -hmm. I can just focus on listening to myself, doing what's in my head, just seeing what happens when I try to be me. Maybe nobody pays attention. And then I have to go figure out why nobody's paying attention. (laughs) You know, I love, I love that because I, as you know, tell people to do your business your way, you know, because it's the only way that you're going to be motivated enough to do it is to be you when you do it. So I, I'm loving that you're focusing on that and that you keep questioning back whether or not this is fitting into the being me everywhere. I love that. And getting, and when you said, I shouldn't say this out loud about coaches, I I agree. You know, it's (laughs) the coaching world out there right now is really noisy. There's a million and one people and it's only going to (laughs) grow over the next so many years. I'm a coach. I want people to work with me, but I want the right people to work with me. The people that need what I have to offer and that need to, to simplify what they're doing. But too many times, including myself, we get out there and we, oh, we see this shiny object. So we want to listen to what that coach says. And then we get this coach and she says she can make um, me a hundred K every single month. And that, you know, and so we have to be very careful because sad to say there's out out there in this noisy world are people that are promoting that they can make all this money in a short amount of time. And it might've been a one and done kind of thing for them. And we don't know the context behind it. So I get it swearing off coaches because at some point you have to implement and you have to do in order to see where it'll take you. Right. Right. And I think that a lot of times, the thing that has, aside from being bored, I was afraid that there are so many things that I was afraid of. I was afraid that there was one method out there that was going to work for me better than all of the others. And if I didn't go find that one and try that one, then I was never going to get where I wanted to go. So there's the whole, um, that's the shiny object thing, right? It's like, oh, but they said this worked great for them. And oh, that sounds interesting. Let me go learn that. And then There's also the, you know, I want something that's proven. I don't want to go, why should I, you know, figure it out on my own when somebody else has already figured it out. And there's the, you know, the whole impressing myself (laughs) with, you know, how smart I am. But underneath all of that is perfectionism Mm -hmm. and the fear of not being good enough, right? Um, If it doesn't, if it's not perfect, how can I put it out there? And I'm not ready yet. I've got to go learn this and I've got to learn that and I've got to learn this and I've got to put it all together. And if, and one of the problems with that is that one of the reasons I'm taking the six months off is that you can't put it all together if you don't give yourself time to implement it, to play with each thing and to see, do these go together? Do I like this? Do I not like this? Right, right. <laughs> if you're always just jumping from thing to thing you're not getting any traction and none of it is fitting together in your head in a way that's going to be useful. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so, so true. So what do you have coming up on your agenda for your clients this year? Like, I think you were talking about at one point having a challenge coming out. I do. I have a challenge in my Facebook group. I think it's called Surfing Your Edge. I will give you the link. Um, the challenge is called Your Love Life Challenge. And it's not about your love life with you and other people. It's about loving your life and the life that you're leading. So it's going to be eight days. It's actually starting on a Wednesday. We're, we're skipping over Valentine's Day and going all the way to February 16th. And it'll run for a week from there. It's free to join the group. And it's basically about getting really clear about what you really, really want right now at this point in your life, whether you think it's possible, whether you know how to get there, just getting really clear on what it is that would really light you up. Oh, I love that. So yeah, definitely get me the link and we'll put that in the show notes so that they can join in if they'd like. So do you feel like, um, I'm thinking of what you're doing with your whole surfing your edge and everything, it really works around a lot of your mindset. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Or what is? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, it's all mindset. Because um, the first, when I'm working with someone in um, my group or in one on one, it's about, like I said, figuring out who you are now. A lot of us don't even know. By the time you're 40, or 50, you've been so many things to so many people and you switch so fast. It's like, this person is in front of me. This is who I am. This person is in front of me. This is what they need. This is who I am. And when all of those people go away, like if you're an empty nester, or if you're in the middle of a divorce, or if you're suddenly changing jobs and you, you don't necessarily know who you are anymore. So we have to figure out who you are. And then we work on all of those little voices in the background that are saying, you're not good enough. Who do you think you are to go off and do this thing? That You're too old to do that. You're, you missed the boat on that. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've had those thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. We still have those thoughts, right? They still pop up and sneak attack. Yeah. No matter how old you are, no matter how far advanced and how successful you are, you're going to still have those little um, saboteurs or little gremlins pop up and say, you're not good enough. Why are you bothering with all of this? This isn't working. Um, so we work really hard on a couple of beliefs. One is that you can change. One is that you are up to any challenge that comes to you. We work on, you know, just naming that little gremlin and patting him on the head and saying, thank you for your help, but I don't need you right now. Because basically all of those fears are there to keep you safe. And they have served a purpose at some point in your life. But at another point in your life, if you're really trying to grow, you need to quiet them and move them aside and just kind of sneak on by. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's a good visual. Uh, that is so true. I, I just um, decided to take myself off social media and not do social media anymore. And so 
the, the gremlins that came up with that. Oh my gosh, where are you going to find clients? Where are you going to? So it, it's just crazy. But I, I truly believe that you can build a business, even be an online business coach or an online coach and still not have to use social media. So it's, that's a whole nother subject of <laughs> how much noise is going on out there and how we end up following all of that. And we, we start mm. to become the people that were, were not. So mm -hmm. anyway, I totally get those, that stupid little ego thing that just keeps popping up there and trying to direct you where you should, should or shouldn't go. Mm -hmm. And they, that little gremlin doesn't know either. <laughs> so when you think back to when you were a kid, did, what did you want to be when you grew up? Is this what, exactly what you wanted to be? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. When I was a kid, I was going to be a writer. And then I was going to be a doctor because my family thought I should be a doctor. And basically, I thought I was going to be some kind of, you know, involved in the sciences in some way because smart girls should go into science or medicine. So that's where I thought I was going to be. And I loved that. I loved all of those things. But when I got to school, when I got to college, I didn't see any women doing science. I had one chemistry professor in a group, you know, in a class that was 500 people. And I didn't have any one-on-one -on -one interaction with her. And then I had one female TA in an honors biology class. And I didn't really get any one-on-one -on -one time with her either. And I just didn't see women in science. I didn't, I couldn't, all I could see was a white lab coat. And that wasn't motivating. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't know how to do this. I don't know if it's going to fulfill me. If I do it, I wanted to be, you know, a naturalist and be out in nature and studying animal behavior. I wanted to do lots of things. And then the natural sciences and I, and a, a psychology degree in the natural sciences. And when I went to grad school, what I wanted to do was get a dual major, uh, dual concentration in psychology and the environment. I wanted to figure out why when we present people with a big problem and a big environmental problem, they shut down rather than thinking they have any agency and ability to solve the problem. So that's what I wanted to study. I went to the, <laughs> I went to the graduate program uh, in, in, at my school. I told them, this is what I want to do. And they said, nope, that, pro that, you know, that concentration doesn't exist. You'd be in two different programs. Neither one would want to give you any money because they wouldn't think you were committed enough to them. And they basically talked me out of doing this thing that I wanted to do. And then five years later, it became a thing, a real thing that you could go and study in one, <laughs> one place, you know? Dang. And I was like, I was ahead of my, I was ahead of my time. Yes, you were. But in the in the meantime, I got derailed and I started doing, I started doing work in um, environmental fundraising. And then I did, I just, I moved all over the place and I spent, oh my gosh, I, I spent, <laughs> I went on a cross country bike trip to find out what, where I should fit in because I just didn't know. And I thought that if I could be alone on a bike every day for seven weeks, some, at some point the universe would say, this is where you fit in. This is, you've got this and this and this skill. This is where those plug in, go do that. And I didn't get that answer. I, I got a different answer that I did not understand for 20 years. <laughs> 
so I just kind of floundered and did things that use different parts of myself at different times, but I just didn't know. My big question was, how do I use all of me? How do I bring all of me to the table? I was so tired of going to work and being told, no, that's not not your job. Don't, that's somebody else's job. No, you're, you're supposed to do this narrow set of things. And I was like, there's so much more to me than that. So it wasn't until my husband moved jobs and left North Carolina for Virginia that I finally said, okay, I've been playing with the idea of being my own boss for 10 years. I'm going to do it and started coaching. <laughs> that's awesome. But I still didn't know until I created my six month program. It's a surfing, it's called surfing, the surfing your edge experience. And it starts with a week long retreat to Panama where we learn to surf. And the reason I wanted to do it was I am, have been terrified of open water my whole life. I am a strong swimmer, but just terrified of open water. So I thought, you know, it's the 20th anniversary of this cross country bike trip that I did. And I want to do something big. I can't take off a whole summer and go on a bike again. So what can I do that'll be big and challenging and fun? And I thought, okay, I'm going to go surfing and I'm going to take some people with me. And it became the, the foundation for the six month coaching program that follows, because basically we go do this thing that step, steps us out of our comfort zone. Some of us in different ways and for different reasons. Not everyone is afraid of learning to surf. They might be afraid of the airplane ride or they might be afraid of going to a different country um, that they've never been to and maybe have been told not to go to. <laughs> but anyway, you, you step out of your comfort zone there. We build these relationships there and then we come home and for six months, we use that energy and that experience to create changes in the rest of our lives. But it wasn't until I was sitting down to write the marketing, you know, the, the sales page to kind of explain the program to people. I was sitting on my living room floor and I went, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is the thing I needed 20 years ago when I was getting off of that bike. This is the thing that would have helped me figure out who I was and where I fit and I could have saved myself 20 years of agony if someone else had just said, hey, I can help you do this. <laughs> and it just, it, it was amazing to feel like this is the thing that I've been working for toward for 20 years, but it took me 20 years to find it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I love that story. And it amazes me that you, you are that afraid of open water and you were willing to surf of all things. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, it was funny. The first day that we got there, it had been raining. We'd been driving across Panama. It was five hour drive to this little um, surf village, eco lodge where we were learning to surf. And we'd been driving in pouring rain for hours and hours. And we got there and the rain had kind of slacked off, but it was still raining. And it was five, 4.30. We had our first surf lesson at five o'clock. So we had to change clothes immediately, go meet our instructor, grab a surfboard, and then haul the surfboard <laughs> down this dirt road in the rain to the beach. And I was, I was, I'm a big girl. So I'm carrying this gigantic surfboard that's super heavy. 
and everyone else is getting farther and farther and farther ahead of me because they all got these lighter boards and they're just chatting away and they're so happy and it's raining. <laughs> and I'm lugging this board toward the beach going, I don't want to learn to surf in the rain. I didn't want it this way. This is my retreat. Why are we doing it this way? <laughs> I'm just having this little war with myself on the very first day. And then we got to the beach and, you know, he's like, we're going to, he's pointing out to the waves and saying, you know, we're going to go out and we're going to ride in on our belly a couple of times and then we'll, then we'll try to stand up. And I'm like, there is lightning out there. Oh my <laughs> I'm not gosh. getting in the ocean with lightning. And he's like, oh, as long as your feet aren't touching the sand, you'll be fine. And I'm like, I don't know how to surf. <laughs> my feet are going to be touching the sand. <laughs> One of my clients said, she did you know, she didn't really know me that well, but she's like, I've never seen you that way before because I was just like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, it obviously turned out good. <laughs> yeah, we went and rode, we rode on our bellies um, the whole half hour and we never tried to stand up and that was fun. It turned out to be fun and it turned out to be a good thing that I had to get right in without really too much ability, too much time to think about it. Right. Um, so the next day was a lot easier, but yeah, it was quite a challenge. And um, my biggest fear when I thought about creating this program was how can I lead from a place of fear? You know, I can't lead people in a surfing retreat because I'm going to be scared. I need to figure out something else that's challenging that I'm not quite so afraid of. And amazingly, one of my colleagues that I was working with at the time said, you know what, <laughs> if you can be, if you can lead from a place of fear, that's the best place to lead from. Yeah. And that's really become the foundation of my business. I'm always doing something that scares me and trying to be transparent about it. That is amazing. So how has it affected you once COVID hit? I mean, cause you can't travel there. So now what are we doing? <laughs> That's yeah, that has been the challenge. And basically last year you watched me spin my wheels for a full year because I'm like, how do I do this without the surf retreat? Because it's the surf retreat that gets people's attention. And this year it's becoming, it's still called the surfing your edge experience because we're still surfing our edge, but it's called the choose your own adventure edition because, um, Basically, we can't all get together and go do something. We certainly can't go to Panama right now. So I'm going to work with each of you, each of the people who come into the program to create a challenge for yourself that's unique, that's fun, that's a little bit outside your comfort zone, but not your whole life isn't dependent on whether or not you succeed. <laughs> you know, so I won't be having you, I don't know you might be working on, it could be something as, as simple as working on, you know, speaking in public or going live on social media. It could be your own adventure out in the world. If you feel comfortable traveling and doing something on your own, I'll still be there to support you virtually, but we won't all be together. Yeah. Yeah. That, that COVID really, um, <laughs> made a difference for a lot of people then. <laughs> but it really did. Yeah. But you're hoping to get back to these live live retreats soon. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, there's a chance that even with the those the choose your own adventure edition, which starts at the end of March, there's a chance that by the end of 
our time together six months down the road, we could get together and do a short three-day, you know, domestic retreat that people could come to if they're interested. So I'm thinking that maybe I'll be able to start doing some, you know, simpler in-country things that won't be as elaborate. Um, and then maybe next year we can start moving internationally, but it's just hard to know. Yes. Yeah. I love the idea of the you know little weekend things in in country because it's a lot mm -hmm. of people that also haven't seen other parts of our country either so that's, right. i love that a piece of advice you want to give the our audience sure okay. yeah in terms of when you're thinking about simplification i know it can it sounds scary it do, it shouldn't be it seems like it's one of those things that should just be easy you're letting go of things but it can be really hard and really scary. And I just wanted to suggest that when you start to feel that fear, you realize that that means you're doing something that's probably good for you. Oh, <laughs> love that. And to just be really, really compassionate with yourself and accept that it's not a perfect, it's not going to be a perfect thing. You're still going to be tempted to go off and do the big fancy thing, or, you know, maybe you'll even take some steps in that direction. And before you go, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed to be focusing on this. So just, you know, recognize that fear isn't always a barrier that sometimes it's saying, this is where you need to be. And then um, just be really kind to yourself as you're learning it because it, it's a new skill. <laughs> We've all been told to be all the things all at the same time and to do it perfectly. And so learning to, to simplify is actually challenging and it's a new skill yeah, that I'm yeah. just learning things to you. <laughs> all right. So where can um, the listeners hear more, learn more from you and your choose your own adventure and your challenges? I don't have anything actually written up that people can read about for the choose your own adventure, but um, you can find me at christinegoad.com. You can find me on Facebook. My personal page is Christine Goad. My business page is Surfing Your Edge with Christine Goad. And that's where um, I'm starting to do my own live show again. And also where I'll be posting about the programs that are coming up and where you'll be able to find um, a link to join my Facebook group, which is where we'll be holding the love life party. I am so excited that you were able to jump on and share your, share your surfing your edge experience stuff with us, because I just think it's so, I'm just so amazed at it. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that your, your is all focused on being you and doing things for you, because that creates a lot of simplicity right there so yeah and as you were saying earlier i just want to make this one point yeah. um you were saying that there are more and more coaches and there are more and more people doing all of the things that all of the people are doing and so the question becomes how do i stand out and the the truth is that it's really you that they're going to buy if they're looking for a service provider they're going to choose the one the person who they most resonate with so it pays to be yourself and to be open and to just be out there so that people can find you. Yes, I 100% I agree with that. I do. So, well, Christine, thank you so much for being willing to chat with us today. 
And I look forward to catching up on another podcast episode in the future. Thank you, Jill. Thanks for tuning in today. And I hope you had some great takeaways from this episode. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to like, subscribe, and share with a friend and leave a comment and let me know what you think. If you'd like more tips and strategies, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter. Continue to follow me if you want to learn more about how to build your business without using social media. It can be done and many are doing it every day. I also want to remind you that the Clients Cash and Freedom course will be launching on Tuesday, February 22nd. The Clients Cash and Freedom is the roadmap to building profit, simplifying your business, and enjoying a lifestyle with more freedom. The waitlist is open. Being on the waitlist does not obligate you to purchase or join any program, but it may give you some specials to take advantage if you decide to. So be sure to jump on the waitlist. Bye for now.